Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Latinas and Lattes. We're your host. I'm Lola. And I'm Jess. And we're excited about today's episodes. It's in with our Valentine's Day stuff that we're doing. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the previous uh, episode with us talking about the do's and don'ts. Um, this week, we're going to be talking about toxic relationships. And it may not go into like the love, but I think it's a good thing topic to talk about especially when you're in a relationship and you know we're just going to talk about our experiences and kind of have to recognize whether or not you're the toxica or the toxico <laughs> um and again we appreciate all of you guys listening we appreciate the support um little disclaimer this is our opinions this is our stories we're not really um certified professionals or therapists or anything. <laughs> yeah. This is just kind of how we're, uh, the experiences we've had. And yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, to get into it, um, Ms. Jess, what is your definition of a toxic relationship? I feel like a toxic relationship is when um, it's just, it doesn't feel right. Like it's not healthy. It doesn't feel, it doesn't bring you peace. I feel like if there's a lot of insecurities or not like trust or anything like that, I feel like if you, I feel like the foundation of a relationship should be trust and transparency. So if you're not honest with your partner, I feel like if that's, if you're already having to walk on eggshells with somebody, I feel like that that's not a good, you know, relationship. Um, I feel like also disrespecting your partner. Um, I don't know, stuff like that. I feel like that's toxic for me. I feel like also not being patient or, not giving somebody the, I don't know, like not giving somebody their voice in a relationship is, it's like, if you are the person only voicing your opinion, but they're not, I feel like that's not fair, you know? Yeah. 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 I agree to that. The only thing I'm going to add on to that is if you can't be yourself with your partner, or if you feel like you're constantly, trying to validate things for them. I th- I don't think that's healthy. I think that's extremely toxic because you're, you're not being true to yourself and you're not being honest with yourself. Um, and it's really important to be honest with yourself and say, you know, I don't like the way that he or she treats me or like that wasn't okay, but I'm going to let it slide. Like, that's not okay to me. I don't think it's fair to, you know, yourself. And I mean, I've been toxic. My husband has been toxic. Like we've been, we've gone through our toxic phase and looking at it now, like it's almost cringy because you outgrow that, you know, that you outgrow it. You say, okay, how can I be better? You know, but toxic relationships are, they're hard to sometimes identify, you know, because you can love somebody, like you can love them with all your heart. But a lot of the times it also depends on how you treat or how they treat you, how you talk to each other, the lack of um, needs, you know, and stuff like that, that you guys don't give each other. So there's a lot to it. Uh, But yeah, I totally agree that that's majority of what a toxic relationship is about. Yeah, no, for sure. I feel like you for sure have to be authentic. And I feel like if you're having to put a facade that's exhausting and putting on a facade is in a relationship that shouldn't even be happening like if you're genuinely not happy just I don't know yeah. <laughs> reevaluate your relationship at that point 
Yeah. Do you think you've ever been the toxic person in your relationships? Like not only just with who you're with now, but like previously? Uh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Because I feel like in the, my past relationships, I feel like I've always had to um, make make sure they're taken care of. Like they're good, like no matter what. And I've had to put my emotions on the back burner and suppress everything. So then when I wanted to voice my opinion it was just kind of like it didn't matter so I feel like me being toxic uh, me having to like put my emotions on the back burner made me like an angry person in the relationship where I was just like constantly like well you make me feel this way like it's like you know what I mean like because they made me feel so less than them I feel like I would always project that if that makes sense yeah yeah Projecting is a big part of it of, yeah, being in a toxic relationship for sure. Do, do you, like, how did you recognize that though? Um, when I would talk about my opinion, when I would talk about my feelings or say like, Hey, in this situation, you made me feel like this, or even if it was just a situation that just happened and they'd be like, okay, then this disregard and be like, well, I don't know what to say to that. And I'd be like, um, you need to tell me something like you need to acknowledge how I feel. And I feel like since they weren't listening, I kept like making them want to listen to me. And I feel like that made me super like, so now when I, now my, in my relationship, I make sure that I address all my, all my feelings, how it, like how I feel in the situation. I don't let someone like tell me or disregard my feelings. Like this is truly how I feel. And I always use the word, it, um, I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. Not if I made you feel that way, because there's a huge difference and I feel like before it was more like someone told me well sorry if I did that but you know what I mean like there was always like some what if to everything okay so you feel like when they say um if I made you feel that way or what do you mean by that I guess I got a little confused so I get triggered when someone will tell me well sorry if I made you feel that way and it's just like the recognition is not there. Like if the acknowledgement isn't there, like if someone says like, if someone says something to me and I'm just like, hey, what you told, what you said to me is rude and disrespectful and it hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. um, I would rather someone be like, oh, I'm sorry that I said that to you. And you know what I mean? It's just saying, oh, I'm sorry if I, if I hurt your feelings. Does that make sense or no? Okay. No. Yeah. That, that, that makes sense. Um, do you feel like you've had that recently? Like, um, do you feel like you're still toxic or do you think you've kind of outgrown a lot of that? I've had to, um, in the beginning of my relationship, I feel like I was having to uh, walk on eggshells and it's because my partner was also in a toxic relationship prior to me. So he was um, in a way like he had toxic tendencies where he would yell at me or where he would get loud with me or where he would snap at me and obviously I saw it because I was like I'm not doing that to you so why are you doing it to me so mm -hmm. I feel like at first I couldn't voice my opinion but then I was just like you know what like if I don't voice it, I'm going to be stuck in the same situation I was in before so I feel like I had I had to like be more like I need to make sure I'm my feelings are being heard and my opinion is heard so I mm -hmm. feel like now I'm more patient understanding of their feelings and my feelings versus just being like well, like pointing fingers, like, I feel like that's something that I don't want to do. Cause I feel like I did that in the past. I'm like, Oh, well you did this, or I did this for you. You know what I mean? I feel like that was something I used to do. Mm, okay. Yeah. 
that uh so i know i i know i've definitely been a toxic person um so when my um when my man's and i first started dating we I would push. I'm a, I was like, I would leave and I would push. Like, I'd be like, no, like get off of me. And I'd push him off me or I would leave the room. And I, I obviously I outgrew that, but oh, I, I think the hardest thing is what people grow up in or the past relationships that they've been in will stay with them into whatever relationship they go into next, unless they heal. Yeah. So if you're not healing you and you're not recognizing those toxic traits that you have within yourself, you're just going to attract a pattern, right? You're attracting a pattern of a partner. You're attracting a pattern of the way that you guys fight. And like I said, you need to heal. (laughs) I think it is so important to heal. And not that I was, um, not that I grew up like with physical abuse or anything like that, but I would see my mom, um, you know, uh, she would, she would push every now and then, and she would leave like, um, and I'm like trying not to air my mom's lawn, dirty laundry either. <laughs> um, but like, that's what I'm saying is you, you see that, you know, as you grow up or you see other people's relationships, the adults that you're around, you see how their relationships are and you kind of think that's normal, right? It's very, you grow up with it. So you're normal, but then you grow older and you're like, oh, like this is actually not normal. So, um, one day, um, my significant other and I were fighting and I left. And, uh, when I came back, right, like I cooled off, whatever. And sometimes like, I get it. Like a lot of people sometimes need to walk, like stop the conversation and whatever, and, you know, take a minute for themselves, but I was like a lever. Like I would like get out of the car. I would leave the store. Like I was a lever and I did it to my exes too. Uh, I was a big lever and not until, um, my husband now, he, he definitely opened up my eyes and was like, he's like, you can't do that. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you can't leave. He's like, how are we going to fix the problem? Or how am I going to be able to work on this with you when you just leave? And you don't give us the opportunity to work on it. And I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> so, so after that, um, I kind of learned not to leave anymore. And then um, the pushing, like the physicalness too. I was like, I, that was more of just like my own issue. Like I didn't know how to control my emotions. I didn't know how to process, you know, and communicate the way that I felt because I was so angry that I just went to, like to pushing or if he like tried to touch me, I was like, no, don't touch me. And I remember too, one of my exes, we uh, got in a fight outside of a bar um, and I pushed him and it, um, and I saw these, like this group of people like saw me, I didn't care. I was just like, whatever. And I just kept pushing him. And I was like, I'm like, what's your fucking problem? Like, you know, this, and looking back at it now, I'm just like, Paula, like, what are you like, what are you thinking? Like, why are you like this? And so that I grew up a lot from that too. And it's just not something that your significant other deserves. And it's not something that you should carry with you or think that that's normal. So once I started working on myself and started going to therapy and stuff, I realized that a lot of that is just self, you know, like you're projecting. And so I had a lot of 
emotions and I had a lot of toxic traits that I had learned growing up and being in relationships that weren't healthy. So, um, sorry, that was like way long, but, um, but no, I know that I've been, um, definitely toxic and you just have to, like I said, you have to heal and you have to know that it's not, it's, you're not the problem and your significant other is not the problem. It's you and him versus the problem, right? So if it's the lack of communication, then you guys have to work together to communicate better. If it's him, you know, the lack of neglecting the physical touch or whatever your love languages are, then that's, again, you know, you guys are working on that problem together. You're not getting mad at him because he's not touching enough or whatever. It's like, have you communicated it to him? Has he, you know, been aware of whatever scenario it may be? So I think it's really important to just also be self-aware and respect yourself enough to communicate those needs. And then, you know, your partner has to also respect your boundaries and whatever, but also respect you in the aspect of, okay, like this is bugging you. So let me try and fix it. So I think that's really important. Um, sorry, that kind of went on a tangent. (laughs) Um, do you, when looking now that you're in a healthy relationship, do you recognize like red flags in other, like not other people's relationships, but like now, like if you guys were ever to break up, which obviously that wouldn't happen, but like, if you were to go into a brand new relationship, would you like know what your red flags are? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, (laughs) I feel like, um, in, in this relationship, the good thing about it is like, I, I I say this all the time, but I lit, I literally manifested like this relationship. Like I said, I want a man that's going to listen to me. I want a man that's going to care for me. I want one, someone that's going to listen to me, who will put in the work with me, who can like actually be there for me. Mm -hmm. And I, but like the first thing that I really did want from a man was a man that was like, who followed God, you know? And I feel like I truly manifested that in my person. Um, I feel like in the past, like in myself, I feel like I was so broken just because in previous relationships, I was told that I wasn't enough or that I wasn't this or I need to change this about me and I couldn't be my authentic self, right? So now, now with this relationship, I feel like since I found my person, my identity, I feel like if I was to go into another relationship, which I don't plan to, that's not in my plans, but if I was, I know that I want to keep my identity. You know what I mean? I don't want to lose myself or someone else. Like I still want to be myself. It doesn't matter. Like I feel like the red flags for me is when someone is like not listening, um, not supportive or not even wanting to, um, take the time to understand why you feel this way. So I feel like if someone can't take the time to listen to me, that's like an automatically, like an automatic red flag, hundred percent. And I feel like I shouldn't have to feel like, um, someone, like, I don't know. I feel like I just don't want someone to disrespect me. That's like the main thing. Yeah. No, I, I like that. Um, what is like your first red flag I think just someone who's like nonchalant and doesn't care I think that's like one I feel like someone who doesn't like just 
this misses how you feel is like the number one for me. Yeah. Um, well, I have a little list of how I feel like anybody in the relationship should recognize their recognized red flags. And, you know, and here's the thing is, sorry, I like totally moved my laptop. Um, here's the thing is I know a lot of people will stay in relationships for kids or finances or just different things, right. Or whatever the reason may be. And like, I'm not here to judge anybody's relationship or anything. Uh, we're not here to tell you, you should break up with your man. We just want to provide the information of things that we don't think are healthy in a relationship, especially with us both being in toxic relationships before. Um, I've, um, and this might be a little triggering to some of you guys, but I've ne- like, I've never been in like an actual physical abusive relationship, but I know a lot of females that have, and it breaks my heart. Um, so I just like, however you guys want to take this information, you know, what's that saying? Take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> um, so just FYI, this is just us and our opinions. Again, just want to throw out that disclaimer. Um, so my first thing is gaslighting. Um, do you know, you know what gaslighting means, right? So um, I, I was actually telling Jess about this show called Tell Me Lies. Uh, it's on Hulu. So if you have Hulu, watch it. It's really, really good. And you'll recognize how toxic it is and how it, it was a little like cringy to me because it was so familiar. But now that I'm obviously like I've tried, you know, I'm healing and I recognize a lot of the toxic traits. I just it it wasn't triggering, but it was also just kind of really sad, um, to see the situation that they were in. Um, and a lot of that is gaslighting. So they were, you know, you can't dismiss somebody else's feelings. If they bring something up to you or they're concerned about something, I think you have to listen. You have to make sure that you understand or that they understand, you know, because gaslighting is, making the other feel the other person feel crazy about how they're reacting or how they feel. And just because I'm just using this as as an example, just because I tell my husband like, well, you didn't do this. And then he throws it in my face that I didn't do X, Y, and Z. That's not like, how's that fair? Like I'm bringing the problem, like I'm bringing up the situation. You can't make me feel crazy for telling you how I feel. And then you coming back and saying that I don't do those things. So mm-hmm. that, and I think we talked about it in our last episode where it was, what did we say? Um, you can't, you had the opportunity to bring up whatever your, the issue is and you did not And so now you can't throw it back in my face when I'm trying to communicate something. I so like, I, I feel like if it's not relevant in, in that point in time, it, it shouldn't matter. Like if it's not an, like yeah. an applicable situation, like you can't bring up old shit just because this is a similar issue. Like it's yeah. not gonna happen <laughs> yeah. yeah and a really good example is also you know if you get caught doing something either be transparent about it or but don't and just say like you know like I messed up or that don't gaslight them and be like well I did this because you made me do it or whatever do not make your others do not make your significant other feel that way it's not fair 
Again, I'm not saying anybody does this, but just kind of keep that in mind when you're arguing, make sure that you're not that person of that. You're not the person making them feel crazy and you're, and then they're also not making you feel crazy about how you feel or how they feel. Um, my next one is, uh, controlling jealousy and manipulation, which I think all three go kind of hand in hand. Um, jealousy. Um, so I'm going to tell a quick story. So, um, the two first two, three years of my relationship, uh, I was really jealous, like, super, super jealous. And I think a lot of it obviously had to do with my own insecurities, whatever. Right. And I was on a team. So I had, um, I was working at this job and I had a team and there was a guy on it and I had known his girlfriend from a previous team that I was on and I helped train her. Right. So like her and I got along great. Like we were, we would laugh. We would always say hi to each other. We'd talk, you know, this and this and that. Um, and sorry, I'm like trying to fix my camera. Uh, but anyways, and so I knew her and then they had recently had a baby together, whatever. And he was on my team and he would tell me about how she would react to things or how she was crazy and all this stuff. Right. And so I just, got cured like the curiosity got the best of me and I would just be like oh like how are you in blank doing um and he'd be like oh well we're good like she's and he would tell me right like these crazy stories about how she would react or what she would do and all this stuff and I'd be like why like why is she getting so jealous like I don't you know like why like maybe and it was just me just being very like I was married at this point and I was just trying to give advice right I was that was the only thing I was doing was giving advice. And, um, a few months after, um, I got a message on my Instagram and she sent me a picture of my husband and I, and she was like, Hey, who's this picture? Who's this guy in your picture? Is that your husband? Well, please stay away from my boyfriend, something, something, something. And I like showed my husband and I was like, Am I reading this right? Like, what? Okay, first of all, let me just say her boyfriend was ugly. Like, totally not my type. Like, did not want anything. Like, ooh. Just, y'all know I love my white boys. He was not a white boy. Um, And I just, I it, like, really threw me off because I was like, why would she even think that? Like, what the, like, what the heck? And so I replied to her and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. Like I, I just didn't know how to, what to say. <laughs> and the next day I went up to him and I showed him the message and I was like, Hey, like, like what the fuck? Like, why, why is your girlfriend messaging me this? And he was like, Oh yeah, I, I know that she said that. And I was like, okay, but like, why, like, I, why is she sending, why, like, why, why am I being attacked here? And apparently she thought that I was like hitting on her man and all this. I'm like, I didn't even like, we sat next to each other. Like, cause you know how they assign you in cubicles, whatever, right? Call centers. And so we ended up sitting next to each other. Like he was in a different cubicle and I was in a different cubicle. And, but we would like talk to each other that way. And so after that, I, I was like, ew, first of all, I don't even want your man. Secondly, like y'all have a baby together. Like 
why, like, why would I ever want to interfere with that? And thirdly, I was just being nosy. Like that, that, that's when I stopped trying to be so nosy. I was like, I was just curious about your relationship, but she doesn't even know the fact that he was telling me all these crazy stories about all the shit she was doing and how she would react and how she was super jealous and all this stuff. And out of, and I actually thought her and I were still friends. So when she reached out to me and said that, I was like, but then I found out that her friend had said, sent it to me or something like that. But long story short, whatever. Right. Um, that at that point I never wanted to be her mm-hmm. so I never wanted to act like how she did with me I never wanted to make another person feel the way she made me feel if they were just trying to talk to my husband about like whatever they were trying to talk about right and I like, I trust my husband. Like I could like a hundred percent trust my husband. I know that whatever he talks about with other females, I know he's going to bring me up. Like, I know that I'm going to be part of the conversation at some point, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, so yeah, just after that, I was like, you know what? I was like, I, I don't like that. I don't like how she made me feel. I don't like how crazy she freaking seemed because that made me seem that made me think, oh, maybe like if I do that, then maybe I'm acting crazy, you know, because I, like I said, I was really, really jealous, super insecure with myself, whatever. And now that I like look back on it, I'm like, man, I'm like, she was super insecure. And he would tell me too, that she would like, she was insecure and stuff. But again, that's like, it was just me wanting to help their relationship and be like, oh, well, maybe you should do this. Or, oh, maybe you should give her a break on this. Like, it was never like, oh, really? Like, are you guys going to break up? And like, no, like, like, again, not my type. Be just, just thinking about it makes me like gag a little bit, but again, I just never want to make another female feel that way. And if somebody were to confess their true love to my husband and say all this stuff, I can't have that reaction because guess what? Like he's with me and I would re I would the only type the only way I would react is how he reacted. So if he was like, oh, like I'm married, like, you know, I appreciate you telling me, but this is never gonna work out because I'm married, then it's like, okay, yeah, like that's that's good, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you were to react a totally the opposite way and go have whiskey with their dad or with her dad or whatever, then yeah, I'd probably freak out a little bit, right? But that's what I'm saying is I I can't trust anybody, but my husband's reaction or your significant other's reaction. So I think jealousy is just what's yours is yours. Yes. You're, you know, what's yours is yours, whatever. But it's like, at the same time, how control, like that kind of goes then into controlling, right? How controlling can you be about who he talks to and what he talks about? Like, I don't know. I just, I don't think Females should put that type of crazy energy out there, but that's just me because I'm not that crazy person anymore. I used to be, but not anymore. Definitely a lot happier. Um, and then uh, the manipulation of it too, right? It's like, you're not going to manipulate me to feel bad about talking to a random cashier, right? Or if she was nice to me, like, okay, like what's the problem, you know? So you just can't get mad at your significant other or he or she, whatever, because of other people communicating them. Trust them and trust how they react and then go based off of that. 
So that's kind of how I feel about jealousy. Um, again, I was a crazy jealous person, but not anymore. Just after, and that happened probably, what are we, 2024? I think that happened back in 2018 or 2019. So I was like five years ago. And just ever since then, I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm not going to be jealous anymore. And it's definitely made me a lot happier. Um, have, what, what do you think about jealousy? <laughs> One second, hold on. Um, I think jealousy is um I feel like jealousy is like one thing. I, I feel like I don't struggle with it just because like at, like even in like previous situations, like previous relationships I was in, I never struggled with it. But the reason I didn't struggle with it was because those people were insecure. So for them to make me feel like shit, I didn't want to make them feel like shit. Even in my current relationship, like the like they like my exes don't compare to him, and I wouldn't compare them because they're not even on the same spectrum. But my partner, you know, he does a lot of women are like, "Oh, you're handsome," or even when we go out, like you know, you'll see that they're being too friendly and stuff, and you, you see it, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, okay, like I, I'm okay with it because I'm confident and and I the thing is I know my partner's intentions so I never have to question his intentions I never have to question his his like like and I know it doesn't matter if I'm on my like worst days where I feel where I look where I don't look and feel my best he's still gonna say oh my wife is so beautiful like he calls me his wife even though we're not married and he always like lets it be known like hey like I have a I have a partner um and he makes he establishes those boundaries with women because he works with a lot of women so he establishes those boundaries from the jump so it's something that I don't have to struggle with um mm -hmm. I feel like in past relationships even then like I never was the jealous type but I was always accused so that's something that like it is triggering because I'm just like hey don't um accuse me of doing something I'm not doing like I was in an industry where the, I was in a male-dominated industry for a long time I was around a lot of men like on my free time because I was in the automotive like group you know and it's a male-dominated industry so it's kind of like if you're insecure that's on you like don't question my intentions like I know what I'm doing we're grown you don't have to question what I'm doing who I'm doing it with because at the end of the day everything is full circle like whatever you do will come back at you maybe not in the same way but it'll come back some way somehow so mm -hmm. I just feel like for me um jealousy if you are one of those people because I'm not gonna lie to you like when my partner uh, and I got together um he was around people who were super jealous and super toxic and stuff so I feel like that um was true that something that he would kind of struggle with just because like you'd be like oh who's this who's that you know because mm -hmm. I and I understood why he was being like that because of what he was used to the environment that he was in right so now he's in a healthy relationship where he doesn't have to be like oh who's that or who's texting you or who's messaging you you know what I mean because I reassure him that like I know what I'm doing I know my intentions yeah. and even with like um even like with the whole manipulation thing I feel like and the gaslighting I feel like if your partner really does value your opinion he's not going to switch it on you you know it's okay to have different opinions it's okay to not see eye to eye I feel like that's where like 
the communication is a huge role because like you have to listen to both parties like just because you think the sky is blue this person's gonna think the sky is purple like you guys are gonna have different opinions you know what I mean so it's always okay I feel like if you guys have that trust within each other to be like hey you know what and we have that openness to talk about everything I feel like that's where I feel like that's how you have a good, healthy, flowing relationship. Because manipulation and gaslighting is not going to get you anywhere. And we've seen that. So we know. Yeah, it's it's definitely not healthy. And you don't want to be in that environment. You want somebody to love you and be honest with you and, you know, tell you, even though you might not like a lot of the things that they say or whatever, it it's not it's not what you say. It's how you say it. So also think of it that way, um, you know, know your partner's intentions. And I think that will save a lot of time and trouble when it comes to jealousy or, you know, like we said, manipulation, jealous, whatever, controlling. I think, uh, I think if, so, if like a partner doesn't give you like a reason to not trust them or a reason not to trust their intentions, like I feel like you should just give them the benefit of the doubt. Like we give the benefit of the doubt to friends random people like we trust them why can't we give them the same trust I feel like we have to but because I mean you have to like that's your person you go to sleep with at the end of the night you know what I mean like you have to make sure that your home is peaceful and your relationship is at peace and no one wants to go to bed angry and I always think about it this way like if you go to bed angry what if that's the last night that you sleep with somebody there like you know what I mean like what if the next day they pass or something like that's the last thing you're gonna remember is like oh I made him mad and I went to bed angry like you know what I mean it's just like those little things it's just like and talking about the problem at that time because it's not going to be relevant tomorrow you have to talk about it and running away is not the solution or falling asleep and like letting it be is not the solution because your your feelings are going to change within 10 minutes when you decompress or an hour or you know what I mean? It's not going to be the same. Like if you if you talk about it tomorrow, like what's the point? <laughs> I don't. Maybe that's just, that's just me. I just I think, like, well, not that that's a bad thing, but I I think him and I have just been in the relationship for so long that sometimes it's just better to go to sleep. A lot of the times you're gonna stay up and just you're not gonna get to a solution. And sometimes it's better to sleep on it, but that's just how we've learned to. And we don't just brush it off. Like we don't just say we're not going to talk about it. And then at that point, he's cooled down and I've cooled down and I'm not going to say something that I regret. He's not going to say something that he regrets. And then we talk about it in a healthier like environment, not in that, well, we need to figure this out now. So I, that's so. So I'm not saying that what you're saying is wrong. I'm just saying that that doesn't work for us. And that's okay. Cause a lot of, and you're totally right. Like he could wait, I could go to work and not come home. Right. And how would he feel? But a lot of the times I'll text him and I'll be like, Hey, like, I still love you, but I'm still mad at you for this and this and that, but we can talk about it later. So it's not like we're in that we're not completely mad at each other. It's more of just, let's put this on pause because we're both really in our emotions and we're gonna say stuff that we regret and let's just wait until we're in a better headspace and that is typically how we do it so but I mean if that it it, again it's what works for you that's what works for you guys and this is what works for us and that's okay you know I think looking at it from both perspectives it's really good because you make some valid points right so so yes 
I like that. Yeah. No, I think, I think what you're saying is just like you guys process the situations differently and that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're good. Do you have any other words there? Yeah. Um, so neglected needs. I think this is so, so important uh, just because I've experienced it. Um, funny enough, I experienced it these past two weeks. <laughs> um, so I um, like I like holding hands when we're in the car. Right. And I like being touched when we're in the car or when we're out in like, you know, like not like obviously like huge PDA, but like I like to hold hands and I like to do that stuff. And I noticed on my part that like my husband hadn't been doing it, but I didn't say anything. I was just like, Oh, like, you know, whatever. And then, um, and then yesterday we went to the store and I was like, Hey, like you actually haven't held my hand in a long time. And he was like, I haven't. And I was like, no, like every time we go somewhere, you don't really like hold my hand. And he was like, Oh, he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, I didn't like, it's not like I'm intending to. And he's been stressed with work, you know, and whatever. So I can't blame, I can't just say like, you don't love me anymore because you're not holding my hand. It's, hey, like I'm communicating my needs, you know, and that you don't do this. So I need you to like be a little bit better. Cause a lot of the times men, you know, or even women, like there's stuff that I don't do. And he'll be like, hey, like you haven't done this. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. So just communicating your needs and letting them know, like, it's just what you need, but not blaming them. Right. Not saying, like I said, you don't love me or do you, why aren't you doing this to anymore kind of thing? Just like, Hey, you haven't done it. And it, there's always a reasonable explanation, obviously, but you have to give the, the opportunity to the other person to explain or recognize that they're not doing it. Right. So I think that's, um, crucial to always communicate how you feel or if you if you're needing something communicate that don't blame it on them just say hey like I've been feeling like this and that and then this is where gaslighting comes into if they're making you feel crazy for that that's gaslighting if they're just saying oh okay well like I can be better or how can I be better then that's when you're like okay this is working this is communicating and you're both working on that communication so no I agree with you so I, I think that's that's valid that's valid <laughs> okay um uh so what they say about you to other people I think that's also really 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 crucial to how your relationship with will be if he's talking shit to his friends about me how does that make me look right and I hate to say it but I, that like when I was in my toxic phase I definitely complained right and I would say things about you know him to my friends but looking back at it now I don't really talk to anybody about our relationship because like it's our problems you know it's our issues like we're gonna have fights we're gonna have like every relationship has fights but we work through it and we communicate and you know, there's a lot of compromising in that and we just work it out because it's not anybody. Cause once you let other people's opinions kind of come in, you're then questioning whether or not your relationship is going to work out or not. Right. So as long as you love the other person and you know that there's somebody you want to be with, always talk good about them. I don't like, I think you just need to make sure that you defend them when they're not there 
you're not telling anybody them about that they did this, this, and that. Because that also perceives you as a person who you may not be. So if you're not in a healthy relationship and your partner's com- constantly complaining about whatever, right? How are how are the people that he's complaining to going to see you? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And that's what showing don't you. We, don't be telling your whole family, your whole life story because <laughs> yeah. everybody's going to be and like, not- well, just leave him, sis. Yeah. And that, and that just, that's also respect, right? You're respecting your partner when they're not around. You're respecting their person, like who they are as a person. So I think that is a very important thing that people need to understand is your family and friends may not forgive him, but you will. So that's, you know, no matter what he does or what, you know, it is that you guys fought over, you guys are going to brush it over, but your friends have sorry, excuse me, your friends and family will not. I, I read that in a quote one time and I really stuck to me. It's true. But what do you think? About that? Because I feel like, um, I feel like I've been in situations where you have friends that, um, will, that will give you, um, their, pers- like their interpretation of your, your relationship and they'll see things that you don't see, but mm-hmm. not necessarily the good things. You know what I mean? I feel like there's people yeah. who genuinely don't have good intentions, just don't want to see you happy. So they're like, well, if they're single, I should be like, if I'm single, they should be single type of thing. Right. So mm-hmm. I feel like in, in a way, um, like, how can I say this? Like, don't tell people all your shit that you guys are going through because like, they're going to say like, well, this person did this to you. This person did that to you. How, why are you still with them? You know, like your relationship should just be you and just each other because you don't need all these like backhanded like compliments or like opinions about your relationship. It, does, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And keep in mind, a lot of people project. A lot of a lot of people project. So they might be in a relationship they're not happy with and that could be projecting if you write, ask for advice or whatever. So just always remember that. Um, next thing is blaming and shaming. It kind of goes into that communication that I talked about earlier, right? Um, you cannot shame the other person for doing something that you didn't like, obviously if it's like super bad, right? Like cheating or whatever, but if it's, you know, if, for example, let's say my husband cleaned the whole house and but he didn't vacuum right he did the dishes he did all of this and but he didn't do the vacuum and I don't acknowledge the fact that he did everything else but then just point out and say oh my gosh you didn't do the vacuum like why can't you do anything like that is how do you think the other person's gonna feel right like how would you like you wouldn't like that because you worked hard to do all this other stuff and then they point out the one thing that you didn't do that's not fair and I feel like that's blaming and shaming because they're just trying to help. Um, that's kind of how I had my example. Do you want to go into a little more detail on it? Yeah, I feel like we need to, as partners, which whether it's like a male or female, I feel like you need to be thankful for your partner. I feel like you need to show them gratitude, whether it's saying thank you for doing this or something that they always do. Like, for example, like my partner helps me clean a lot or he'll help me with the laundry and he'll go out mm-hmm. of his way. And since I have asthma, he'll help me clean the bathrooms just because of like the chemicals that are in there that give me asthma, like attacks and stuff. So yeah. it's just like he helps me by doing something to benefit me. 
you know, and it's going to benefit both of us and me acknowledging the fact that he does this for me. Like it makes, it, it makes a big difference. Just, it could just be something small that he's used to doing, but just that gratitude, it goes a long way. And I mm -hmm. feel like a lot of people don't like, even like little things, like having your partner put gas for you and into your car. So you don't have to get out, um, clothes, like taking the cart to the, <laughs> the little cart thing at the end of the at the after your groceries you know um just like little things I feel like like why make someone feel like their effort isn't valid I feel like that's something that a lot of people in a lot of relationships are just like well they always do it and then when they stop doing it then they notice and it's just like why couldn't you be thankful when they did it so I don't know mm -hmm. I feel like you have to really value your partner especially when they're good to you so I feel mm -hmm. as though a lot of people just are so used to getting everything and then when they stop doing something they are they then they are like what the hell like why aren't you doing this anymore so yeah. just be grateful for your partners treat them good and if they forget something like don't give them a hard time like we're human we forget things like it's okay you're not perfect either i'm sure you mess up too i know i have not had to put my own gas in for years i don't put my own gas in my husband does it for me and when he's like out of town or he's like doing something and I have to go put gas in, it's a struggle. <laughs> so that's what, so definitely don't take them for granted. Granted. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, and you know, appreciate the little things. Don't focus on the things that they didn't do. Focus on the things that they did do because that's how the love grows. I feel like that's just how appreciation and gratitude really is how love grows. And if you're not acknowledging your partner, maybe acknowledge him a little more, right? Recon like I'm telling you guys, recognize the patterns that you have and how you treat your partner because it's a reflection of how um, they're going to treat you too. So, so just keep that you, in mind. Have you heard of like when, have you heard the theory of they say that you're the reflection of your partner? Have you ever heard of that? So, like, if your man treats you like crap and he's not good to you, you're gonna, your body, they're gonna look at you and say, like, look at her. Like, she looks beat down. She looks exhausted. She looks tired. And they're gonna be like, what is he not doing to make her happy? And I feel like a lot of women tend to neglect themselves, especially mothers. I feel like moms will, they're the last to like, like, we, we talked about pouring into their cup, taking care of themselves. Like, they put their kids first, their husband first, or their spouse first, and then it's them. And it sometimes goes like for men too. Like men will sometimes put themselves last and put like their kids and wife first, and then they're not happy. And, and like, and I just think people really need to have a different, it's a, there's a difference between being in an unhealthy relationship and doing too much in a relationship. I feel like unhealthy relationships are when people intentionally disrespect you, don't care about you, don't do anything for you. Don't take that, like, don't even know you, you know what I mean? And I mm -hmm. feel like people who um, are just comfortable in relationships do this a lot. They're just like, well, I have three kids with this person who's going to want me type of situation. I'm just like, okay, so you're going to stay miserable just because you have kids? Just like, why are you forfeiting? Like, why are you sacrificing like your life for, the, for all this? Like, you want a happy mom or you want a miserable mom? Because your kids are going to see it, you know, type of thing. And a lot of people just stay in relationships, even though there's been like major issues like infidelity or, and, and this is another thing. I feel like there's people who 
are victims of that and then they like you have to be humble enough to say like hey I did this and tell your partner I did this this is what I feel do you how do you feel about this you know and if you want to fix it you can and I don't think it's bad to shame someone who wants to make the relationship work even if there was infidelity or disrespect or physical abuse I feel like some people like this is gonna sound like like bad in a way but I feel like sometimes some people deserve deserve an opportunity to change if they can acknowledge and actually change um mm -hmm. but there's situations where you should leave where this person's like cheating on you with multiple people like and they're giving you STDs or they have children with other people. They're beating you up. Like, I feel like those are unhealthy situations. I feel like everybody messes up in some point in life. You know what I mean? Or even if someone is accused of cheating when they're not, because you know how in this day and age, I feel like anything could be manipulated. You can screenshot something like, oh, your husband liked my picture. That's cheating. You know what I mean? So, I mean, there's just different forms. And that's when it's also don't act crazy. Don't just assume that your partner is doing something because you should know your partner's intentions. So yeah. um, I just think like you have to recognize where your relationship lies. Like for me, I feel like when I was leaving my previous relationship, I made a chart and I put all the pros and the cons and the cons outweighed all the pros. And I was like, okay. I'm definitely like I knew I wasn't happy and I knew that wasn't my relationship to be in but I wanted that validation and put it on like paper and made sure like what am I missing what am I sacrificing what am I not getting out of this relationship and and you just have to just really look at like like what relationship relationships you have with people with your partner with anybody because like I said if it doesn't add value to your life don't keep it in your life yeah no, exactly. I, I concur with everything you just said. And when you said that, um, people can change, I a hundred percent agree with that. If that's the thing is, you know, being in the relationship that I am in now, I've communicated what I need and he's communicated what I need or what he needs. And we work through it, you know, like you guys are together for a reason. And I think it's very important to work on that um be self-aware you have to be self-aware and they have to be self-aware to be able to work on the healing that you need to do in order to be a better partner you know you're doing it for yourself and you're also doing it for your partner so um my last one is narcissism I think I think you need to explain what narcissism is because there's a lot of people who just freely throw out the word narcissist without actually mm -hmm. using it properly. People can have narcissistic tendencies and actually be a narcissist. So clear that up for everybody. <laughs> All right. So this is the definition of a narcissism is personality qualities include thinking very highly of oneself, needing admiration, believing others are inferior and lacking empathy for others. So that is I've seen it firsthand not with my partner but I've seen it firsthand with other things <laughs> and I cannot tell you that when you're an and I think people don't realize it I realize that at some point sometimes I can be a little narcissist and it's not that that's like your identity or anything right it's just something that you kind of 
need to work on. But yeah, be accountable. Be accountable. If you're not accountable for your own actions, then how are you, like, if you think that things have to go the way that you want and that there's nothing with the way that you react or that there's nothing with the way that you are, that to me is not being self-accountable. That's not being self-aware. That's not recognizing that you're a shitty person. (laughs) So that's my kind of perspective on it is I don't think it's fair to want, 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 want. And then when you don't get it your way, it's like, oh, well, you didn't do this and you didn't do that. Hmm. It's like, it's not about you. It's not always about you. It's you have to, that's like, that's literally, it says it right here. It says, um, believing others are inferior. Like, so you're not going to care about anybody else or think that anybody else is better than you because you're, you think that you're the best of the best and that you have absolutely nothing to work on. And when you're not help, and when you're not accountable with your own actions, then I hope you heal. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you know, what's crazy. I used to have some narcissistic tendencies for sure. Like even with just like my, with my exes, with my old friends and I realized it. Um, mm-hmm. So that's like the good thing about me because I used to feel like I needed to be my I felt like my opinion was the one that only mattered for a long time. And I was mm-hmm. like, nah, bitch, you need to humble yourself because like <laughs> there's other opinions that you need. Okay, bitch, like chill the fuck out. But, same. <laughs> uh, same. You need you need to like just chill out. And then um, so that does resonate with me. I feel like I used to just wanna I think my problem was like I wanted to prove that why my opinion was so valid and why it was such a good opinion like it's more of like I wanted to convey the message and just be like hey listen to me like this is what I'm trying to say but like you're not listening (laughs) um so I feel like um I have broke out of those um and then I have more just like I I have a lot more affirmations toward myself so I don't require someone to tell me like you're that bitch because like it sounds narcissistic but like I already know you know what I mean like I already know because I've healed and it's not because of my ego it's more like I'm just reassuring myself and that's the difference I feel like some people just really seek validation and want to prove why they're the top person so in your relationship you guys are equal you guys are equal in the relationship you are not better than your partner. Your partner is not better than you. If they make more money than you, it doesn't matter. You guys are a relationship and you guys are equal. So don't be trying to degrade your partner and be like, well, I make more money than you or you have to do this for me because I I am that like the head of the household. Like no, that's not how it works here. <laughs> like yeah. don't tell the partner that. Like that's so degrading, especially for women who are stay-at-home moms. Like that's one thing I don't like or if the man is like the primary provider, don't tell him like they already know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Make them feel worse. Yeah. I, yeah, I just, I think narcissism is just obviously like I've also um definitely had my own uh things that I've dealt with on that, but I'm working on, like we, we've worked on it, right? Like I've worked on it and I'm, and I'm trying to be better but again, you just can't, no one has to be 
the, have the upper hand in a relationship. And if you feel that you're in the upper hand in, or that somebody always has to have the upper hand, that's not healthy. <laughs> that's not like, why, why does somebody need to have the upper hand? And in that show that I told you guys about the tell me lies, I'm telling you, you see it firsthand. And I think it also, narcissism also goes a lot into manipulation and lying, right. And being dishonest and not being honest with yourself and not being honest with your partner. So yeah, I could go on and on about narcissism, um, just cause I've seen it firsthand, but it is what it is, you know? And if you, check some of the boxes, then maybe you should probably go in, um, go see a therapist. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just want to say this like before, before it's over, um, be patient, recognize, acknowledge your, your part in the relationship. Yeah. Um, be, um, be care, like, be mindful of what you say, uh, care about other people's feelings, really take a step back and look at things. Don't just be reactive be like understanding of the situation and don't always like assume the worst out of people even if it is your partner you know their intentions if they always giving you reassurance and made you feel like safe then there's no reason to doubt somebody so that's just my opinion I feel like that's the healthiest way just being just being transparent and everything within your relationship I feel like everything will just flow better if you're just if your intentions are pure yes I agree um, well, that was, that was, I mean, I feel like we could talk about toxic relationships and scenarios and things like that a lot more, but we're going to leave it at that. Just, I we hope you guys part two or something. Oh yeah, we could do a part two. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just think it's really important to one self-recognize and to be like how Jess said, be patient, have compassion with your partner. That's your partner, right? You're, you're building this life together and you're going through this life together why be with someone who's not going to be supported supportive of you and whatnot so so yeah this was our uh toxic relationship episode just ask yourself are you the toxica or the toxico mm -hmm. um we've both admitted that we've been toxic you know i know i have for sure i've definitely <laughs> gone out of it and it's funny. My husband always says, he's like, you're crazy, but you're the type of crazy I can handle. So, <laughs> um, and yeah, I hope you guys had a great Valentine's day and I hope you guys are having a wonderful February. We appreciate all the love and support. Let us know if you guys want a part two on this. Cause like we said, we could go on and on about this conversation. Um, and yeah. So anything you got to say, Jess? I appreciate all of y'all. Stop being toxic. We're in 2024. <laughs> I totally, forgot to, I totally forgot to say but I was just drinking my water today Same. I didn't mm -hmm. I'm super dehydrated lately so water's my best friend lately <laughs> drink your water all right guys well we will see you on the next one thank you for listening and see ya bye, bye.